Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. It's your host, Caleb Nguyen. Uh, this is a, a late night podcast. I feel like I do most of these late nights, 10.39 p.m. Today, I'm going to be talking about um, something that's a little bit different, something that I picked up on over the summer. I want to say I made a post about it at some point on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, so if you guys don't follow me there, I'm just saying links are down below. But uh, with that being said, this is something that I really uh, learned a lot about this summer. Over the summer, some of you guys might know, some of you might not know, I spent basically the entire summer, a little bit more than two months, I want to say, uh, in the Adirondacks, uh, the Adirondack Mountains of New York State. So it's like a very beautiful area. If you guys have ever seen pictures of like Vermont and like all that stuff with the crazy mountains and the trees changing colors and the winding roads, and that's basically what the Adirondacks are like as well. Just imagine like, a lake every like half mile as well. And that's kind of what that's like. And so I was at like a Christian retreat center I had while I was actually in Africa on another missions trip. Uh, I felt like God had told me to go to uh, this place and volunteer um, and basically give up my entire summer. And let me say a good chunk of change that would have been made by going there. And uh, it was, uh, there was definitely some tough moments, but there's there was a common theme that I kind of learned while I was there, there's a lot of different things that I picked up on, but this one directly that translates to my business, right? And today I'm going to talk about this one, this one aspect that I think a lot of us overlook because in this industry, it's very much like work hard, tough guy, boom, boom, boom. And I don't saying like, oh, emotional softy. Absolutely not. No, this, in business and in hard things in life, a lot of times you need to control your emotions and you need to control uh, a lot of things in the situation, and you cannot let the things that you're feeling or going through your head uh, control your actions. And what I'm going to talk about here is something that I picked up on there as I uh, helped lead um, a youth like teenagers ministry there um, over the summer. And the that this big thing, and it and it applies not only to um, maybe like some volunteer position, but this applies to your employees and this applies to your clients, okay? So one of the one of the biggest things, and I'm gonna sum it up in one phrase, and then I'm gonna explain and gonna kind of extrapolate, if you will, uh, if you wanna use the, the, the big money words. So think about this phrase for a second. So it's, if serving is below you, leading is above you, okay? Now, for most of us, that's just like a oh, little rah-rah, you makes you feel good, oh, be nice to people, whatever, sacrifice, whatever, right? And what I've kind of learned and picked up on is this concept called servant leadership. And it's leading by having a position of um, serving. And now, most of you guys are like, whoa, I started a business so that I could do run my show, do my thing, and y'all are along for my ride, for my life, because I'm paying you, right? And... I would say 100%, I'm not saying that you don't have a right to do that because you started the business, because you put up the risk and all those things. I'm saying it might not be the most beneficial thing for you to do because first off, it's also what all of your competition is doing as well, okay? Everyone else in your area is saying, I'm gonna put me, myself first, all right? When you are willing to step into a position where you say, I'm going to serve and that is going to how be how I run my company. By the way, I'm not perfect. Even today, like, it's so easy for me to flip out about the stupidest things. And I'm getting better. 
but it's still tough and you're like, oh my word, why did this, what is going on here? And there's going to be so many of those moments uh, and they and they warrant difficult conversations and sometimes, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about what that even look, what does that even look like for your employees and for your clients, but I'm going to talk about the overall thing here for a second. But when you sacrifice, when you serve, not only does that set you apart from your competition, because by the way, we all provide basically the same service for maybe similar prices. And the quality is probably pretty similar as long as we're on the kind of higher end of the spectrum. And obviously, our pricing is probably also going to be on the higher end of the spectrum. If you're smart, you're listening to these business podcasts, you probably know, charge what you're worth. Easiest way to make more money is to charge more money. I hate to say it any other way, but that's just the fact of the matter. Um, Do good work, charge more money. Um, But not only is it a leg up from your competition, but it's also a way of running your business that you don't feel like you have an army of people who hate you and that army could be your employees that that could be your clients right i felt it so many times you're like dude i think my clients want to kill me right i think they hate me i, I don't think they like me and the employees too where you're like you feel the tension you're like i don't know what to do how do i resolve this right and this is going to curb all of that those like issues and stuff like that uh and i'm going to give you some practicals because we talk about, oh, love, uh, uh, you know, and being part of serving is you have to serve from the right place, right? And you can serve and just be like, hey, look, I know this is the most beneficial for all parties, right? When you serve your employees well and they stick around for longer, boom, that's a win. That's that's great. Same with your clients. You serve them better and they stick around for longer and it's a win for you, obviously, right? And your life is easier. There's so many be- beneficial things for you. And there's so many beneficial things for them. So let's talk about some specifics. Okay, let's start with uh, let's start with clients because I want to finish out with employees. Clients, what does that look like to to serve your clients? Okay, first off, you can't do crappy work. Okay, just gonna get that out of the way. Everyone knows that you can't do crappy work. It's very hard, and especially as you have more more guys, because what will you will be very tempted to do is create a war between you and your employees in your client's eyes. And in your employee's eyes, you'll create a war between you and your clients. What am I talking about? I'm talking about people pleasing. This is what you're doing, right? I've done it so many times. I need to, this is something that I'm actively working on because it's very difficult not to do this, right? Client calls. Ah, they messed up this, da, 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 whatever, right? And you go, oh, man, goodness, yeah, we had this, uh, yeah, I need to deal with this. I'm going to talk to the guys. Yeah, they're just so frustrating recently. Yep, I, I totally understand. You side with the client, Okay. That's fair, right? Maybe they did mess it up really bad. Maybe they didn't. You don't really know a lot of times. So you go, okay, awesome. So you just talk trash about them basically to the client. And then you go to the uh, employee and they're like, oh, this lady came out. She's yelling at me, nah, 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 nah. Like all this stuff's good. You're like, yeah, we just need to drop that client. That stupid client. Oh, those stupid clients, right? You're, you're like making fun of your livelihood both ways. And what that's doing is like you are like lying to not only both parties, the clients and your employees, that you're on their side because you're not. You're on your side. You are on your side. You are trying to cover your butt so that you don't have to deal with the confrontation with the hard conversations that it's probably going to take. To say to the client, they're like, hey, are you chewing up the yard? Hey, what exactly was it? And you sternly ask them and say, I understand. And you just like assume that they did not do the thing. Maybe they did, but assume that they did not do the thing. And when your when your employee says, this client, da, 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 they're so particular about, oh, my gosh, we got to, you need to believe the client first. You need to believe the opposite 
party first, right? It's the the innocent in, until proven guilty philosophy. You really, really, really need to live that out when you are dealing with uh, clients or employees during during times of tension or issues, which, by the way, happen like literally every single day. And so you cannot you cannot to the other party appear at all that you are siding with one side. And at the same time, you as the boss, you're looking at the coin and all the all the clients can see is their side of the coin. All the employees can see is their side of the coin. You see the middle of the coin, right? You see that little thin little razor edge there. And you can kind of like peek your head over the one side of the client side, peek your head over the other side of the employee side, and you can kind of see where they're coming from from both sides. And this is where servant leadership comes into play, okay? When it comes to clients, right, and they are giving you a hard time for little things, the best thing that you can do for somebody if they are just giving you hate every single day, the best thing that you can do for them. Now, I've spoken about this in the past. If you have like no clients, sometimes it's better just to put up with it. Put up with it. Take the money. I get it. It's emotionally draining. If you have 20 clients, I'm going to tell you, unless those those 20 clients are from hell, which I almost guarantee that yours are not worse than somebody else's, but if they are literally from hell, if they are, if you are losing money, stop, stop it. Like absolutely stop it. But if it's just like a little bit more stress and pressure, that's fine because there's going to be a lot more stress and pressure down the road. So it's just, eh, it's just one, one more little thing. Um, when you are dealing with those situations with the clients, right? A lot of times, some t- like the best thing that you can do is say, hey, I see where you're coming from, okay? Uh, and I spoke to the employees as well. And I have to say that I, I don't want to pick a side here because I don't really think that there's uh, a good way of going about this if I do so, right? You can wear it differently. You don't have to be so fancy about it. You just be like, hey, look, I totally get where you're coming from, but there's something new every single week. And at a certain point, I begin to wonder if it's really my guys or if maybe we're just not a good fit for you. And so you say to that, you can even propose to me, you can be like, hey, I understand and see where you're coming from, right? I felt the same way about my own employees. Um, but I want to make evident to you that they are doing the things that are little mistakes, are little mistakes. And if those are something that's a big deal breaker for you, or you, you don't even have to say it that way, like you're low quality or something. You could just be like, hey, look, the things that you brought to my attention, look, if those are very important things to you, or they're more important than our relationship or dealing with a company that has a good reputation and we're never going to take advantage of you and we are always actively trying to improve and serve you better, is always picking up the phone for you. If it's if that is more worth it for you, awesome. I think another company is going to be a better fit. And be kind, have grace, and sometimes the serving is letting them go. And sometimes the serving is coming up to your employees and saying, you just messed the crap up out of that person's lawn. Um Something that we had today was um, I got a I got a text from one of my guys. He's da da da. This person isn't paid. Whatever they was like three hundred dollars. And the whole the whole backstory is they had requested that we push mo a little section in the backyard. Like their backyard is like very very small, and because of the timing of a two man crew, it adds maybe thirty seconds. I did it when I was here um, before I left for the summer. I did it like that, right? And I had every indication that they would continue to do it that way. However, we had a new guy as a replacement for kind of me um, being out in the field and stuff like that. Uh, we're, we had been trying to find someone before. We finally, we thought we found someone. They were crappy. Great switch out for a new person. It was just a whole big thing. It was it was a uh, it was an absolute dumpster fire. 
in the beginning. It was just nuts. Um, anyway, somewhere in the in the mix, they they started using the zero turn in the backyard. And there's also a reason why I didn't. There's a lot of very small elevation changes. You can't cut it very low, which they like, and you're going to chew it up. And the guy who was mowing, nothing nothing against him, but he's just not as experienced. So he was chewing up their backyard. They kept complaining about it. And the manager who was in charge of the account, I'm not going to name names here. I get it. Little things happen. There's non-ideal things that happen. I'm just using this as an example. Um, he, did, he didn't say anything. And... He either forgot or something like that. I, I don't know. It just he didn't he didn't care. He decided with the employee. Right, he goes up. Oh, yeah, those people are crazy. They have a weak lawn. Their grass is weak. We're just dreading it up because it's all wet all the time. And right, stuff like that happens. Be more careful if it's happening all the time. You're like, hey, look, this is really wet back here. We might need to use a different tool. It's gonna take a little bit longer if you want it to look really good, and it's gonna cost a little bit more. We, we we could have come at it with that angle, and that's a way of serving and problem-solving. Instead, we didn't. We chewed up their backyard. The guy said, hey, you know what? I'm sick of this. I'm going to push my mow my own backyard. You guys can do the front. He didn't pay us for like three months. Okay, He owes us like $300 or something like that, right? And he sent us like a letter saying, oh, I think we're all squared away. Good to go. Thanks so much. Whatever. We're going to go our separate ways. And this guy, this whole situation possibly could have been um, alleviated where he's trying to take advantage of, of us now if we had just done a good job and been transparent and not taken aside because he saw us taking aside. It was us versus him. It is not you versus the client, okay? Stop acting like that. Just stop it. That is not a way to keep clients around. I understand that. I'm trying to be polite as nice as possible. Things happen and I get very stern with clients and I got very stern with them and they're like, oh shoot, he means business. And they're like, okay, all right. They back off, okay? Now let's jump to employees real quick before I lose my complete train of thought. Um, uh, employees. What does it look like to serve your employees? Number one, find ways to make things work for them, all right, within reason, okay? When they need a truck to transport something or they need this or they need that, I would say a lot of times it is better to say, okay, maybe you don't feel comfortable. Hey, don't take the company truck by yourself, whatever. Maybe you go there and help them. <sighs> Mind blown. If they're in a leadership position in your company and they're important and pivotal to the growth of your company for the next couple of years, going and help them move a couple boxes is going to mean the world of difference. It means that you actually care about them outside of a business sense, right? When I'm cold calling um, commercial sites for snow plowing, right, I ask for a name. Right, sweet lady at the at the desk of this um, you know storage unit. There's one near me. I think it's called like Planet Cell Storage, Syracuse. I call her. Hey, da da da. She's like, she's telling me about whatever. I'm just getting the contact, and she's like, yeah, shoot it over to my email. Here you go. I'm like, awesome. And what name could I, you know, who should I address this to? And she's like, Donna something. I, I'm not gonna say her last name. I think I know what it is, but I'm gonna say her last name. Um, it's like awesome, Donna. Well, nice to meet you. And uh, I'll shoot that over to you here soon, and and uh, we will be in touch. Thank you so much, Donna. Right? And when you say their name and those things, you're making it human. You're making it like, I'm not just here for a transaction. I care about you too. You seem like a pretty cool human. You need to communicate that to your employees, and that takes sacrifice. That takes being a servant. Um, one of the things as well is, and I'm not saying that this is mandatory, but once in a while, it's good to do some nitty-gritty stuff with the guys so they still see that you have it. At a certain point, this is not scalable anymore. You're just too busy. It doesn't make sense to do it. You can't just show everybody that you're doing work. 
at a certain point you need to move on. But in this kind of like in the middle phase where everyone has so many responsibilities and tasks, it's helpful for them to see you out there like getting your hands dirty. And I do it all the time, um, probably more than I should. That's another way that you can do that. Um, sometimes people are in tough spots financially and sometimes you help them out and sometimes you do these things. And I will say this, okay? You need to be very, very, um, I would say logical because I can't think of any other word to say it. You need to be very like logical about who you sacrifice for. Now you do sacrifice for everybody, but to move boxes for someone, to take time on your weekend for someone, to have a longer conversation, to give someone a little bonus, you know, because they need to get through the week or they need to get through the month, whatever, right? You need to say, is this worth it to give this person this? Or as the Bible says, is this throwing pearls to swine? So are you throwing pearls to dogs, to pigs, to people who are not going to appreciate it? Are you throwing away all of your time, your effort, your energy, your money to people who are not going to appreciate it? And it changes nothing for them, okay? If he doesn't care, doesn't give a crap, I'm not going to do it for him. I understand. My sacrifice is I'm going to continue to schedule you as long as you work hard. <laughs> That's my sacrifice. That is servant leadership. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pivot the servant leadership because in a different direction that you guys might not think, okay? When you are serving as a leader, one of the best things that you can do as a leader sometimes, and I'll be honest with you, this is something that I'm just learning so much now. And uh, it's just going to it's gonna hurt, it's going to sting, but it's necessary. And sometimes the best thing that you can do for an employee is to let them go, okay? Um, and I'll say, and to le- let them go well, like, and be like, hey, I don't think this is a good fit for you. I'd be happy to be a reference for you and be honest with the people when they call you and say, I don't think he's a good fit for this. I think he's a good fit for this. This, These are your strong suits. These are your strong suits. If that's what you're looking for, great. If this is what you're looking for, explain like the position that you had them in, not the play. I just say not the play. And they say awesome and they move on. But you can be a reference for them. You can help them find another thing, right? That is sacrifice because you just, you literally wasted your time on this person. And if you, even after you quote unquote wasted your time on this person, go out of your way to make their life better and, and benefit them, excuse me, it's going to mean the world to them. And it's going to say something to your employees as well. Okay. And this is really tough. It is really tough because it's going to happen a lot. Because as you grow, the same people with you in the beginning are not going to be the ones there all the way. And so sometimes the ultimate form of serving is to let people go. Okay. So that's servant leadership in a nutshell. That's kind of what it looks like in a long care business. It looks totally different in ministry. It looks totally different in the day-to-day life. But guess what? I'm not a pastor and I'm not a life coach. I'm a business guy, okay? In business, if you serve like that, if you say, okay, being objective, what's being objective? Being objective is looking at all perspectives equally, putting your pride in the backseat and saying, you know what? What is the best thing here for everybody or for the people who really need to win right now, okay? Sometimes you're the one who needs to win right now and you're being objective and you're like, listen, dude, I've done plenty of company events for y'all. Y'all need to whip your butt in shape. Okay, y'all suck. And I'm going to fire all of you and replace all of you if you don't whip your butt in shape. Sometimes that's the objective choice. And sometimes the objective thing is it would probably be a good idea for me to go out and mow lawns with the guys for a day just so that they see that I go out there and do that. Or maybe your objective thing is, hey, maybe I need to tell the guys and not side with the guys who, by the way, are going to stick around a lot longer. You know, well, I actually even can't even say that because some employees are gone before clients are gone. But a lot of times, at least for me, 
our employees stick around a little a, a little bit longer than the than the clients do. So what do you what do you do? You take off the employee that's going to be with you longer and he's going to provide you way more value than one client is. Are you willing to be objective and say, "Hey, I'm sorry, but you are wrong." And this is what's going to have to change. And if you're objective about that and you come out of it out of a place of I'm not trying to screw you over, I'm just trying to do what's best in this situation, even if it's the hardest thing to do and that like the most difficult thing to do, I'm willing to do it. And that I think is what what servant leadership really looks like. I could go into it more and uh, I, I I feel like I only skimmed the surface on it. Obviously it's getting late so my train of thought is like not the most connected right now. But I hope that leaves you with something that leaves you with an edge, okay? Because, and not just an edge just for the sake of it, but an edge for the sake of like living a better life in general with your employees. Because guess what? You spend a lot more time with your employees than you do anybody else. I can tell you that right now. Same with the clients. You spend a lot more time with your clients than you are with some acquaintances. And so you need to learn how to serve them well, serve them right, but lead well as well. Um and take responsibility for those things. With that being said, hope you enjoyed this podcast episode, and I will be catching you guys next week um, for the next episode. Peace.